0: Assalamu Alaikum and welcome to our 76th episode of ABC Islam and our 40th episode of our second series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters to either ABCs of Islam or the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about Islamophobia Awareness Month. Now many of you guys may not actually know that the month of November is actually known as Islamophobia Awareness Month and as Muslims it is really important for us to know what the purpose is of Islamophobia Awareness Month which is what we're going to be talking about today. So today we're actually going to be talking about what Islamophobia Awareness Month is, some statistics to show how Islamophobia is islamophobia awareness month is so prevalent and definitely needs to be talked about we're also going to be talking about how to deal with islamophobia face-to-face and online and last of all we're also going to be talking about how to raise awareness about islamophobia especially in this islamophobia awareness month now this is definitely a very very important topic but over here i have my muslim sister so how has life been for you so far
1: and what do you think of today's podcast episode Alhamdulillah my life has been pretty good so far in this year and I'm very grateful for everything and what about you and I'm very excited about this topic actually because I think that we should have done this episode I think quite long time before because now it's just end of November but it's okay it's never too late but how about you how are you? Um, yes, Alhamdulillah, I've
0: been doing pretty good. And yes, I think that this is definitely a very, very important topic. And I feel like not many people know about Islamophobia Awareness Month. Like, even my sister didn't know about it like, you know, a few weeks ago. So it is something that a lot of people should be knowing about. But obviously, if you'd like to know more about our sisters or this podcast in general, please check out our trailer or alternatively in the description box below. But without any further ado, we're going to be now going straight into the podcast. And the first question that I'd like to ask my sister is is what is Islamophobia
1: Awareness Month? And yeah, what's the definition of this month? So as my sister has rightly put, I actually did not know there was a something called Islamophobia Awareness Month because this is not even talked about in the media, which kind of shows how how deep down or how hidden this thing is because when it comes to like christmas or any other festives or any other things that goes on about awareness for example black lives matter it was such a huge thing and we remember black history month something that happens every single year also like other things that are a bit more on the sad side for example suicide week or whatever prevention month or whatever that might be you know about them you see everywhere on instagram or social media uh, raising awareness about them but when it comes to this i didn't even know and I'm a person who stays on social media quite often but I never came across something like this so I thought that this was a very very important podcast episode to be made because I don't think anyone knows about this or very little amount of people or people who are actually in school I feel like for example my sister actually told me about this so I'm very 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 small amount of people know about this so the definition for Islamo- Islamophobia awareness month that my sister actually found it kindly for me is the one that says uh, showcases positive contribution of British Muslim Muslims in society. And this is basically showing that the British Muslims are not all about, you know, should not be always connotated with something negative and stuff. And this basically shows that this month is all about appreciating all the work that the British Muslims actually do in society, whether that might be charity, whether that might be just small good deeds that are private or public, and all those kind of things. So that's a really good way to actually appreciate Muslims around you and And be friends with them in a way because obviously the media has exaggerated very, very weird beliefs on us. And this month ensures that we're not really having those beliefs and those stereotypes about ourselves. And it's basically all about eradicating all those exaggerated stereotypes and making sure that and seeing and seeing Muslims as human beings as well who are good as well. And not all of them are bad or terrorists or any kind of you know, all those negative words that we see all the time associated with us in the media. But to make this more interesting, I wanted to ask my sister, what are some of the statistics that you have found that are very interesting for our viewers and our listeners to actually know about this month?
0: Well, I actually found these statistics from the school assembly because I actually go to an all girls school and um, I would say that um, my school is Muslim majority. And, you know, my school does actually talk about Black History Month, but also about Islamophobia Awareness Month. So recently, there was an assembly about Islamophobia Awareness Month and I actually got some statistics from there so first of all I would just like to say that definitely if your school doesn't talk about Islamophobia Awareness Month and especially if your school is Muslim majority then I would probably say that you should maybe try to talk to your teachers about it because in my school they do talk about it and it's not something uncommon in my school um but one of the statistics that i found from this assembly was actually that the cvs that are submitted under non-muslim names are three times more likely to be given an interview than with a muslim name so for example let's say if your name is muhammad which is obviously a very muslim name um let's say you uh, statistically you are three times less likely to be getting a job interview rather than someone who's maybe called john or bill no offense to anyone with those names but um i would just like basically i would just like to say that this is surely quite horrifying because you know, Mohammed might have the same abilities as John or Bill or Sam or, you know, anyone else, yet they are still three times less likely to get a job just because of their beard or just because they're Muslim or just because they actually show they practice their religion. And just because of a belief, it does not mean that you are less worthy or anything like that. So it's quite surprising. The second statistic that I found is actually that Muslims suffer from high unemployment rates about Twenty eight percent, and um, and greater pay gap to their Christian counterparts. So it says that, or is it one point two eight percent? I'm not really sure, but. In just to summarize, Muslims definitely suffer from higher unemployment rates than their Christian counterparts. And even though we over here live in the UK, and we know that obviously that we are living in a Christian majority country, that does not mean that Muslims should be paid less just because Christians, um, there are more Christians in this country. And even if you live in a country in around the world that has more Christians than than Muslims, then you should definitely uh, not be uh, you should definitely not be suffering from this because you all deserve to have a job. And the last statistic that I would like to say is actually that um, the number of incidents of racist and religious abuses have actually increased by forty one percent after the u k left the eu so after the u k left the eu which obviously meant that, there's kind of going to be less diversity as less people will be able to come into the u k more and more people have somehow found the opportunity to give more racist and religious abuses towards muslims, and that just does not make sense because just because the u k left the eu doesn't mean you have more of a right to be rude or discriminate someone, so Definitely these statistics are quite horrifying and you should definitely take these into mind when you are trying to raise awareness about Islamophobia Awareness Month and know about the purpose. But now we're actually going to go on to the second question in this podcast episode and that is on how to deal with Islamophobia. So my sister will be talking about how to deal with Islamophobia face to face if someone actually gives you
1: a racist or religious abuse. So of course and my sister will be talking about how to deal with it in online situations or if somebody calls you names um, just because you posted something that they do not accept or they do not agree with. So the first way I think that if personally if somebody came to me and started calling me names or started bothering me I would honestly if I'm really speaking honestly I would just stay quiet about it unless they start getting physically violating me or you know, um, start touching me in a certain way, or I do not like them approaching me in a physical way, I would obviously, then I would take action. But as long as they're not really affecting me physically, I don't think I would do anything about it because it is their opinion. I would not really put my soul, blood and energy and time into, changing their perceptions within two minutes because that's never going to happen in a way because usually those people who have these racist remarks or islamophobic remarks are those people who have held these views for a long period of time and it's going to take a long time for them to really change these views and i'm not going to be there a hijabi woman and for, for two minutes try to you know change their views it doesn't really make sense so i would just brush it off honestly and i would just try to maybe consider them as somebody who is really poorly knowledge about knowledgeable about islam and muslims and maybe i would think about in that moment also how maybe they never lived uh, as a neighbor with a muslim man or a or a muslim family or they never they were never encountered a muslim person except in the tv or something like that so they have a preconceived notion that you know muslims are bad and terrorists and all those kind of things so i will not really do anything about it and because i will not want to waste my time on them and unless of course they get physically, uh, physically violating me or they approach me in a, in a negative way. And um, another way that I would deal with this situation is just leave the place. And I know this is very, very hard. But I think that instead of getting angry at them and starting to, you know, bashing at them back and giving them that notion that, oh, yes, see, Muslims are also like, you know, stupid or see how they react when we when we tell them something and giving them a negative impression. I would highly recommend just leaving that place as quickly as you can. And for example, let's say if you're in a train and somebody in the train is telling you something and you know that you have like more five stops to actually get to the destination five stops then I would highly recommend just get out of the train as soon as possible instead of just you know clinging onto yourself in the train when you know that th- this situation might get worse so you have to be very cautious and quick and you know think about the thing at a very very quickly and encounter these situations as quickly as possible because you don't want to escalate them in any way shape or form but how are some of the ways that you can actually protect yourself or you know deal yourself with the kind of islamophobic remarks online
0: Well, I think that definitely um for online you might have to be again really cautious because the first thing that I would say is that for example if you let's say um you know let's say you posted something on Instagram about Islamophobia Awareness Month or something about Islam and someone actually gave a negative remark about it, then what I would say is that if possible try to somehow give dawah which I know is extremely hard but not in a way that you're gonna give them a long essay about Islam, but something like you know um you know, that's your opinion, that's okay. Or, you know, you could give something that's very, like, genuine. So an example of this, for example, might be smile to Jenna, because he actually used to respond to hate comments. Um, You know, when he first started his YouTube channel, and some people were actually making negative remarks to him. And he would actually make, Literal videos, and not only is he kind of you know gaining views because obviously these type of videos are popular, but at the same time, he's also kind of teaching his audience how to react and respond to Islamophobic remarks. And obviously, he's not the only YouTuber, there have been so many different YouTubers who have dealt with hate, whether it's Islamophobic or whether it is any other type of abuse, um, you know, verbally or through comments. But just remember that, as my sister said, these people are not knowledgeable in Islam, and you know, honestly, if you you just respond to them nicely then they will actually realize that what they're saying is wrong because you know if they're calling you for example stupid and you give a nice you know nice um explanation about islam you're kind of just defeating their point because you're obviously not being stupid if you're giving a nice comment so definitely we try to make sure you're very um cautious about it and um you know you can't obviously beat peace into someone you can't be like oh islam is all about peace and while saying that you're shouting that doesn't make sense so just make sure that you actually show that you're peaceful show that islam is peaceful um, by just being nice about it but obviously as I said if it gets too worse my second point will be to definitely block and report them and you know just basically make sure that they don't come into your life you can even do this in the first instance if you see someone who says something to you that's not nice you have every right to go and block them because it is your account it is your youtube channel it is your instagram account whatever account it is even if it's like whatsapp someone just randomly texted you you have the right to go and block and report them and you don't have to do anything else about it. and just shove it off and just pretend and just remember that that person does not know anything about Islam
1: and you do and that's pretty much it definitely those tips were amazing and i think that definitely taking the example of smile to for example i think that's a really good one because he really shows how to really deal with these kind of comments because let's be honest even if you're doing the most honest pure most holy work in the world somebody's going to comment on that negatively and we should know how to deal with them online and offline but how do we raise awareness of this islamophobia awareness month because clearly i didn't know about this before and so how can we make sure that as as a community, as a Muslim community, we can raise awareness about this because the media is not going to do anything about this. We already are clear about that. So how can we make sure we can do that, can raise awareness online and offline?
0: well I actually wanted to talk about also online just so you know I just talked about online right now so I'm going to be talking about how to raise awareness about Islamophobia especially because even if this month is nearly approaching to an end you can still use the remaining time to actually raise awareness about Islamophobia and again please remember that this is not just going to be a social media trend and I wanted to put that out straight away that when you're raising awareness about Islamophobia awareness month don't just let it be a social media media trend like oh i'm just going to post one day that you know stop being racist towards muslims and then that's it like i'm not going to say anything else for the rest of the year until next november like don't do that please actually um try to post regularly about it or you know just try to make sure you don't have to post every day about it but what i'm trying to say is that you should try to remember that islamophobia does exist At every other month it's not just in november and this is why i shouldn't just be using november but obviously because more people might know about islamophobia um, awareness month in the month of november that's why more people might actually be attracted to that post of yours but just try to make sure that you do post regularly about islam in general it doesn't have to be about islamophobia for example if you find a nice hadith or a nice quote or something about islam you can just post it in your story it's not that hard and it just shows to people that you do care about your face and you know some someone who for example might be you know um Struggling in the other side of the world, um, you know, or they might actually are starting to lose faith in Islam. If they see your story, they might actually lighten up and they might actually feel good about Islam. So just make sure that when you're raising awareness about Islamophobia History Month, it's not just a social media trend and you can actually do it um regularly throughout the year. My second tip is to definitely make sure that you actually try to take part in school or talk to people regularly about Islam. And again, we actually made a whole podcast episode about you know how to like. Bring Islam into um, the how to bring Islam into schools um, so definitely make sure to check out our previous podcast episodes but it's really really important that if your school is for example a Muslim majority school and no one is talking about this then surely you should be because people will be understanding but if you're even if your school is not a Muslim majority school then you can still raise awareness so non-Muslims can find out about this and even if it's for example talking to your friends about Islam whether they're Muslim or non-Muslim can also be one small step to achieving change. So now I'm going to be asking my sister,
1: how do you think you should raise awareness and Islamophobia face to face? Of course, we can raise awareness by giving out leaflets and, as my sister said, by posting or, you know, just marching in the streets and all those kind of things. But I think the one of the best ways to actually eradicate this Islamophobia Awareness Month and actually bring more positive change in the Muslim community and so that people actually have good perception of us is to show good character. I feel like consistently with non-Muslims, especially because especially those, those that might be a bit more on the negative side and have negative stereotypes on us because if we show again good character it is something that is good might change their mind and i remember for example i watched this um interview of a very famous actress a hollywood actress or something or maybe a writer or an author i'm not sure whichever one it was but she said how this this um this Muslim woman and she was wearing a hijab and everything and she went off for a holiday or something and she was feeling very sick and it was in a beach type of uh, place and she would see this woman always staring at her and looking and looking at her in a in a in a very curious way because she has probably never seen someone like her before but as soon as she got sick without even knowing the language without even you know um knowing her name or anything she just started to help her and she was i think she had um uh food poisoning or something and there was no one with that woman at all with that celebrity at all next to her and she was going through a divorce or something as well so there was no one to help her and this muslim woman out of nowhere in the beach just helped her for the couple of days and she still remembers her good character like this is the power of kindness and good character so i think that that was such a very refreshing story for me to really learn from this woman and she's a christian herself she's a white woman and she never probably encountered Muslims ever before. And that was something which was very refreshing for me to hear. So definitely showing good character and good kindness can actually really change someone's mind. And you don't know how powerful that is until you actually hear this kind of stories. And that woman still remembers her. And that is very, very that was very heart-touching in a way for me to really find out. And the second thing that I want to say is that um, be knowledgeable about Islam because sometimes people who question you are those people who are actually have poor knowledge about islam so if they see that you don't know yourself about your religion about why certain things for example why did aisha radiallahu ta'ala, and anha actually marry the prophet for example if you don't know then that's going to be a problem because then you know you don't know how to answer them and stuff and but if you're on the opposite if you know the answer then that's going to show that you know what you're talking about and that's going to show confidence and you're going to be more held into your beliefs and you know what you're talking about and that's obviously that shows that islam is correct but if you're doubting yourself if you don't know the answer then that's good that's when the non-muslims start questioning you and they really think "Oh, is islam really the right religion so i would say these will be my two tips on how to raise awareness about this month
0: definitely so i would say the best way just to talk talk and talk like that that is how you're going to kind of spread change but alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful podcast episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we upload every monday for islamically in islamically independent series here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google podcast apple podcast and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on make sure to check out description box below for some free gifts and anyway, where you can also also contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all, and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.